I'm Kerry Fink, and welcome to today's edition of Kingdom Living Podcast with uh, Glenn Reppel, who is the uh, host and has hosted and, and created and, and shared uh, for all these years, going back to 2006, the Reppel Minute, which is that uh, daily uh, moment of inspiration that's just designed to kind of recharge us as we head off into the things of, of each day. How are you doing today, Glenn? Doing, doing great, Kerry. Wow. I was just looking at this and this is actually episode number 35. This is, this is a, uh, and, and it's really heartening to see how the audience is really uh, growing and people are sharing the, this with others and commenting back that uh, they're finding it really helpful. In fact, uh, we had a testimony uh, just this week of, of, of talking about uh, how the green line living that we talk so often about uh, is really represented throughout the Bible in, in many of Jesus' teachings about green being a sign of growth and, of, of you know, we hear uh, all those things, Jesus is the uh, vine, we are the branches, and all those kind of things. He, the Lord leadeth us beside the uh, green pastures and, you know, all the things that work. And so we really want to aspire to that green line living. And I'm thinking all of this, Glenn, started with this book that you wrote called Fraud, What God Has to Say About Tactics of the Enemy. And this book and the message is 40 bite-sized kind of chapters, but it's really, uh, it's really created this ongoing conversation about that the antidote to fraud is really kingdom living. It's, it's going not buying the fraud or putting, as you say, Glenn, the fire extinguisher on fraud, but instead Let's look at green line living or that eternal life now living that God has intended for us to have through, uh, through the redemptive uh, nature of what Jesus Christ did for us. Gary, thank you. Uh, you know, it is really a throw. And, and, and as we go through the book again, and just, just each lesson, what we're seeing is how they're uh, interweaved together, much like the scriptures are, is that uh, the Bible interprets the Bible, and many times the questions that many of us have asked will find there be an answer. Uh, and again, that's through the Holy Spirit revealing. So um, I'm a business guy and came to Christ, was discipled in business, and, and just fell in love with the Word of God and, and went through that period of time of a religious period of time, yet, yet as the Holy Spirit got a hold of me and he started revealing uh, areas of knowledge to me and was challenged to read the Bible through in a year, the one thing that I did always like was doing daily devotion. So what we've seen here is these 40 days we, we really would encourage people, we're seeing couples do this, we're seeing small groups do this, we're seeing people get online and actually do it for 40 days uh, with five and six people online and just share daily their thoughts and, and how they're doing, just to encourage people to be into daily devotion, seeking the Lord. So yeah, it's exciting. Take the challenge, uh, write your name down in the book, uh, write the date that you started and the date you finished. And we always challenge people after they've read it, go give it to somebody else. Uh, because we think that this is the beginning of a, a very spirit-filled life uh, and challenging people uh, to really uh, become all that God has intended them to be. The way you're saying this, Glenn, is so spot on. I think I was also sharing that I had a conversation with someone this week who was talking about the fact that 
you know, sometimes you run into Christians, and uh, even though they might be able to quote a Bible verse or things like that, the question is, do they really know the Lord? Do they really have that relationship with the Lord where, where they are are in constant relationship, and you know, one of one of the Bible passages that always speaks a lot, at least for me, is Matthew six thirty three: Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things are added unto you. And you know, even when you go back and you, Jesus uh, uh, talks about the greatest commandment: you know, first love God, um, you know, first before all else, and then love your neighbor as yourself. And you know, the question is, if we seek to know these. Uh, kingdom living things, then we have, like you were just talking about, we just finished up episodes over the past few weeks and encourage you to go back, if you're new to this, everything is archived, by the way, at therepelminute.com, therepelminute.com, and you can go back and pull up some of these uh, tremendous episodes that I think are really going to be transformational and revelational for you if you if you haven't seen them, uh, Victory Over Death, um, New Creation Life is Now, Eternal life now. All these things are not for the sweet by and by. They're so that you can have victory in your day-to-day -day life, which we call kingdom living, Glenn. You know, and today um, what we're dealing with is this battle yeah. of, of two kingdoms. Uh, we have the kingdom of God, which is wisdom and knowledge, and we have the kingdom of darkness, which is man, man's knowledge the five senses and, and, we, and the, the key scripture uh, reference to the, today is really Hosea 4, 6. And my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. So what does that mean? What, what's, what's that all about? And let's just look at some of the different uh, translations and other, because because the word destroy is a pretty heavy word, but let's look at this picture over here of God breathing onto the word of God, because God breath, God's breath is inspirational. And it's so interesting because I happened to get a hold of the lady that actually did this graphic. And I, I found her and I said, I want to pay for your graphic because I've been using it in a lot of our teaching. And she says, no, I, use it, use it. Just give, just give her credit because I think this graphic is so, such a great picture of, of revelation knowledge where his breath is breathing into the word of God. And look how it lights up and how brilliant the light goes on this young lady's face because that's what's going on. Because we're just reading the word of God just as a book. It, it becomes a book. But what it is, is really getting the knowledge. So, so here's, here's just uh, the first sentences of, of uh, Hosea 4, 6 in different translations. My people are being destroyed, destroyed because they don't, know me. Hmm. We move on down. Got the good news translation. My people are doomed because they do not acknowledge me. The God, uh, good God's word translation. I will destroy my people because they are ignorant. In the little standard version, my people have been cut off for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge I reject you from being priest to me, and you for, you forget the law of your God. I forget your sons also. I wish I could go in and do some teaching on that, but we're going to be dealing with the destruction, doomed, ignorant, and the lack of knowledge 
that we've got. And what we're going to do is put the, 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 the fraud fire extinguisher on man's knowledge, on man's knowledge, because we become so dependent on the five senses of man's knowledge that we've not really recognized that heaven, there's an open heaven that has come to earth through Jesus Christ. And we get this open heaven now that the veil, the curtain has, has, has been torn and we can enter into God's presence now. We have an open heaven that we can pray and communicate and enter into the presence of the Holy of Holy of God right now. So, and what we're doing is man has been seeking man's knowledge above God's knowledge. And Carrie, one of the things we've been uh, teaching and talking about is trading. And this this is probably as much of a theme today because uh, we've traded uh, man's knowledge, seeking man's knowledge for the wisdom of God. And, and it's really important that we get this because this is becoming more uh, revealed to me because uh, this, this, this is really, uh, what are we trading? And again, this is in Ezekiel 28, 16. And by the abundance of your trading. So we have to realize uh, in, in the open heaven, uh, there, there's trading going on and, and you, you become, and this, this is, uh, uh, speaking, you've become filled with violence within and you sin. This is, we're talking about Lucifer now as fall, the fallen angel with Satan. Therefore, I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountain of God. And I destroyed you, O covering cherub, from the midst of the fiery stones. I'm not going to get into all of this, but the point that I want to get to is the trading that's going on. And what, and again, the book is fraud. And so what happens is that we have to look, and I look at my own life, uh, is what lies uh, have I believed about God and myself, the Holy Spirit, uh, and, and, and again, even as I read the Bible, uh, is, is that I'm putting my own perception, my knowledge, and maybe what someone else has told me. And I know when I was discipled by a man in business, uh, he said, Glenn, one day you're going to learn to feed yourself. And that would be a major purpose of why we're doing what we're doing. We want people to, to get into daily devotions, to get into the word of God. And using the book is a great way uh, to begin, and if not, to build some discipline, some spiritual discipline. And then as that happens, and you're asking questions, what does this mean? I, I, how do I get this? And, 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 and ask that to the Holy Spirit, guide me, show me what this means. He's begin revealing his mysteries to you. So what we've got here, what are we trading? We're going to be looking at some of the trades that we've made here because we've, we have traded the wisdom of God for the intellect of man. And so what we want to do is trade up the intellect of man for the wisdom, the revelation knowledge of the Holy Spirit living inside of us. We want that. And, and what we've got to look at, and just want to go through several scriptures here today, but one of them is, is just so neat, is, is, is part of what uh, my people perish for a lack of the knowledge of who Jesus is, what he did, and what it means when he says it is finished. And, and as the Holy Spirit reveals who Jesus is, uh, we 
enter into God's presence. So this is Isaiah 61, and this is so neat. So here Isaiah is speaking. And again, one of the first sermons or teachings that Jesus ever did was he did Isaiah 61. And so last week we talked about being an agent of redemption. So think of yourself here as Isaiah, as he's speaking, and this is the call that we have as agents of redemption. So Isaiah's here saying, the mighty spirit of Yahweh is wrapped around me because Yahweh has done what? Anointed me. So, so we've been anointed. We've been touched by the Holy Spirit. And, and again, and this is like 750 years before Christ came, and he's speaking about the Messiah coming here. So the mighty spirit of the Lord Yahweh is wrapped around me because Yahweh has anointed as a messenger to do what? To preach the good news, good news to the poor. He sent me to do what? In yellow here is to heal the wounds of what? The brokenhearted. So here's a trade that's going on. The brokenhearted, their wounds are being healed. And to tell the captives, you're free. So there's a trade that's going on. And to tell prisoners, be free from what? Your darkness. So again, there's those two kingdoms. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of darkness. That The green line, the red line. And I am sent. And again, Carrie, you and I are, are sent to announce the new season of Yahweh's grace and a time of God's recompense on his enemies. And, and again, recompense is, 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 the, is, is a vengeance that, that was taken through the cross. The cross has been the recompense on the enemy of sickness and disease and death and, 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 and over sin. And so he is recompensed and defeated the evil one on the cross. So recompense has happened. And that's the enemy. And to bring comfort for all who are in sorrow. So there's an exchange, the sorrow for comfort. And again, the Holy Spirit is the comforter. To strengthen, to strengthen. So here's an exchange. Those crushed by despair who mourn in Zion. There's another exchange. And then the, to give them beautiful, a beautiful bouquet uh, in, in place of ashes. Again, another exchange. And the oil of bliss, the oil of joy, of gladness instead of tears. Another exchange. And the mantle of joyous praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. Wow. These are tremendous exchanges going on. And because of this, now look at this. And I put this in big, bold print. And because of this, they will be known as mighty oaks of righteousness. So curious, we've been talking over, over the weeks and in the book, as you know, we have a whole many pages at the back in the appendix. I am, I am, I am. So here's another I am. I am a mighty oak of righteousness planted by who? Yahweh as a living display of what? His glory. So, so we are mighty oaks of righteousness because we've done an upgrade in our exchanges. We're, uh, we were brokenhearted. Now, we, now we've been healed. Well, we were in bondage and in slavery, but we've been set free by God's grace. And we've experienced the victory over sin, death, and sickness and, 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 and the enemy. Uh, and so we've got strength in the Lord. 
And again, so we're planted to display what? His glory. They will restore ruins from, from long ago and rebuild what was long devastated. There were new ruined cities and desolation of past generations. So that's a part of our calling to our, to our family, to our businesses, uh, to our community, uh, to our state, to, 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 to the nations. And so here, and again, we've been teaching on this, Here's this oak of righteousness. So, so we are this oak of righteousness, which now this is the fruit. This is the tree. And there's so many teachings can just come off of this, uh, this tree. Because what we have is, is the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So this is the, this is the Holy Spirit that's living through us. This is the fruit of the Spirit, which is Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And then we have the definition of love, which love is patient, kind, truthful, it trusts, it protects, it hopes, and it perseveres. So this is the Holy Spirit defined in us. And guess what? God is love. So this is the example of the love living inside of us as we are that oak of righteousness living. Out. And again, meaning again, the big exchange that happened here is that God on the cross through Jesus Christ uh, did, did the big exchange of all of mankind's sin for righteousness. So, so he who knew no sin became sin so that we could become the righteousness of God. So these aren't the acts of righteousness. This is, we have right standing with God and we know we have right standing to enter into his presence and he can give us a hug. This puts us in right standing and, and because we have thinking that doing the right thing, you know, doing the right thing is important. We have to understand the righteousness is a condition of who we are. We've been put back to normal and restored the way God had intended for us in that green line from the beginning of time. So one of the things that we've talked about also in the past, Carrie, is what we're delivered from and delivered to. And this just ties into the lack of knowledge. And so we have to understand uh, what we're delivered from, that red line to the, the green line. And so <clears throat> we've talked about the deliverance benefit package. And again, you know, where, where the idea is you call up on the phone and or, or you have Amazon come to the door, they're delivering something you've ordered or you've ordered some food and they deliver it. So part of this is, is God is delivering through Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, his presence to us his presence we can enter into. And uh, in, in, in what we've got is that open heaven, that open heaven that's available to us now. Somehow that fraud has been played on us or that lies, oh, heaven is later. No, heaven, the heaven is open to us now. And he delivers his protection. So this is Psalms 34 and just some of the things we're delivered from and then what we're delivered to. And here it is. So these are exchanges too. So here we're delivered from what? All our fears. We, he delivers us from all of our troubles. Now, do we want that? Is that something we want to sign up for? Deliver me from all my fears. Deliver me from all my troubles. Wow, that's pretty neat. Now, here's what he delivers to us. He delivers to us joy. 
The joy of the Lord is our strength. He delivers to us a radiant, a radiant face. He delivers to us hope. He delivers to us and the angels, the heaven, heaven is open. Heaven is the angels of the Lord who encamp around us. He delivers the blessing, his, his inheritance. We are his children. He's the king. He wants to manifest everything he has to his children. He delivers us as saints. We've been cleaned up, washed clean, and, 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 and we're spotless. We are saints now, and not later. Now, this is what he's done now. And he delivers us as children of God. He delivers us to you where we lack no good thing, much like you're just talking about. He, he, we're, we're in green pastures. We're nourishment. We're feeding off the green of, of his abundant garden because we've been restored and redeemed through the blood of Jesus Christ. <clears throat> he delivers, carry you and I, a good life, a good life. He delivers us a long life. And again, eternity is pretty long. Is he delivers a long, and he delivers to us a relationship with our Father, mm -hmm. out of our orphan spirit to our Father, and then he delivers to us the salvation. And and one of the things I'm experiencing right now in my own life is just the, the experience of the newness of salvation. There's such a cleansing that's going on of all the lies, all the fraud, all all the things. And just as I'm seeing God work, uh, the heavenly, the open heaven work in others and, and, and just the prayers for people and seeing healing and, and just deliverance. It's just uh, God is a good, good God. And we're seeing his scriptures uh, and, and the word of God is real. Uh, heaven is real. And it's now that we get heaven now at living in us. And he delivers us. In, 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 as righteous and holy now. He delivers in full redemption. He paid the price. He paid the price. And we can give the receipt to the enemy when he says, hey, hey, look at what you did. Hey, I have a receipt. I've been delivered. And those accusations against me have been paid for by the blood of Jesus. I'm entering into the holy of holies, not because of anything I have done, but because of what Jesus Christ has done. And he delivers us that peace, the peace that passes all understanding. Now, this is something that we went through also in, in a previous uh, teaching and it's really important because, again, we lack knowledge because we don't grasp the understanding and the wisdom because this, this is, needs to be revealed to us through the Holy Spirit. So the, the lack of knowledge about the fraud, there's a fraud that's been committed to us, and we have an open heaven to us now that we can pray to the Father, and, and he's, he's given us all these things. So, so what happens, we, we want him... Uh, because the accuser of the brethren is bringing up the lies of the past, the words of the future, and just in, in this condemnation. Also, so what we've got to do is we've got to go into the trading, <clears throat> the trading floor, and say, "Uh, uh, uh, I'm trading truth for the lies. I'm trading God's wisdom for." Uh, fr from from the knowledge of man. So we got the knowledge of man and I want the wisdom of God. And this is a big one here. 
is I'm trading, I'm trading what's seen for the unseen, because don't forget the spiritual world is real, and God is spirit. The Holy Spirit is, is real living inside of us, because we're spirit beings. So we, we, we trust many times the seen more than we do the unseen spiritual world. So we want to trade the unseen spiritual world for the seen. And I want to live and I want all the Holy Spirit has for me now. And we want to be delivered from the natural into the supernatural. And we'll talk about that a little more here uh, is, is that, see, we're, we're so comfortable with the five senses that we've really missed the five senses that God has. So, so what we want to do is be delivered from seeing with our own eyes to see with God's eyes, to see the spiritual eyes. We want to, you know, we, we hear with our own ears, but we want to hear the voice of God speaking to us. And we want to feel, we want to, we, we touch with our hands, but we want to feel and have the compassion as God feels and touches. We want to taste and see that the Lord is good. And we want to eat on his word because it is a delicacy. It's good for our bones. It's good for our health. And so we want to smell the aroma, the aroma of, of, of the sacrifice that we've made of dying to self and dying on the cross so we can be renewed and regenerated in the, in the, into the design and purpose that God has called us to before the foundation of the earth. He had a purpose and design for us. And we're written in that book of life. And this is the design that he's given to us. But we fall short so many times because we're trying to live it out our way rather than listening with with his ears and seeing what he's doing and seeing the supernatural go on now here's an important one is that we're so caught up in time that we miss the moment and God is outside of time and he wants us to live in the moment. And when we're in the moment, much like when we receive Jesus Christ as Lord, invited him into our lives to live and dwell in, that was a moment. But somehow then we get right back into time, the pressures of time, my to-do list, I've got to get these things done. And we've got somebody that wants to talk to us that wants to hear about who we are in Christ. And, and, and again, as we talked about with Isaiah, we're here to bring the gospel of the kingdom. So, and, and with this, we want to be in the moment. And that moment is the open heaven that's coming to us 24-7. And then we want to be delivered from the fear. <clears throat> so so we want to exchange the fear for the perfect love of the Father through Jesus Christ. And then, then also we want to exchange the insecurity for the security and protection that we have in Christ Jesus. And that hopelessness to hope. And we, and again, this is a big one, is that from death to life, and we'll talk about that in a second, and then the shame and the guilt to the love and acceptance by the Father. And, and again, this is important, the lack. We can have a spirit of lack for the abundance uh, that God wants to give to his children, all of his inheritance, and the unforgiveness to the forgiveness, the sin consciousness to be in righteousness conscious. So this is a part of renewing our mind. And this is important, the orphan, that orphan spirit to being a dearly loved son and daughter of the father.
the orphan spirit. We're no longer orphans. We are children. Jesus calls us brothers and sisters. We're in the family of God. And then out of the slavery and bondage, exchange of slavery and bondage to the freedom and liberty that we have in Christ Jesus. I love the word that I'm ageless. I like to say I'm ageless. When people ask how old I was, I'm ageless because why define ourselves based upon a temporal age? Now, that's the age that we came to earth, but really we're spirit beings. We are ageless. And so and, and to, to, to get out of the slavery and bondage of the world's gravitational pull system and, and be in touch with the open heaven that's living inside of us through the Holy Spirit. And then here's the one, trading our sickness for the health, complete finished work of health that Jesus Christ took on the cross and he exchanged health for sickness and disease. And the injustice to the justice of not guilty through the blood of Jesus Christ, the worrying anxiety to the perfect shalom peace that we have in Christ Jesus through the Holy Spirit. And this is really big too, is that, you know, as, as I look through these things in my own life and how self-centered I, I have been and continually try to work, you know, when I say work, allow the Holy Spirit to be in the moment, to refine those areas of my life, is that my will, because I've sought my will so long, even though I was born again, I, I'm, I'm refining my soul, my mind, will, and emotions to, in to be in line with God's will. So as you said and quoted already, seek first the kingdom of God, not seek first Carrie's kingdom or Glenn's kingdom, but that's what we've been trained to do. So it's a matter of renewing that mind and, and getting rid of it. And what happens as that happens, we lay ourselves on that altar of sacrifice and that sweet smelling aroma comes out of us that the, that the Lord just loves to see uh, he, it just that's his perfect will living inside of us because when he sees selfishness it's very hard to enter into the holy of holies when we're being driven by our own pride our own selfish desires he wants to see that sweet self smelling aroma and then we can go in and and make our plea to him uh, in his presence. So here's one other exchange that's, that's important. It's really kind of neat is, is that, see, I've set before you today life and prosperity or death and destruction. Which one are you going to choose here? Life and prosperity? Or here's, here's another trade. This day I call heaven, the open heavens and the earth as witness against you that I have set before you life or death blessings and curses. Now he's already telling you here, do this, choose life, choose the abundant life, choose the tree of life, Tr choose Jesus as a redeemer and savior and allow the Holy Spirit so that you and your children may live. Now, this is what we went through in our last podcast. And we talked about being agents of redemptions. So, so this really works well with Isaiah as we opened up the first part of the teaching, because we have to realize that as, as Isaiah was, so Jesus was, and the first message he gave is, is a message 
of the gospel to go out there and to bring the truth. And so we have to understand truth versus knowledge. So, so we can have all a man's knowledge, but that doesn't mean it's the truth because Jesus said he is the way, the truth, and life. So what we read in, in, in 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 21, but all these things are from God who through Jesus Christ reconciled us to himself received us into favor and brought us into harmony with himself and gave us what? The ministry of redemption, the ministry of reconciliation, the many of ministry of restoration. So we're in this restoration redemption business. This is our calling. And by the word and deed, he might aim to bring others into harmony with us. So this is, this is what Isaiah was saying. This is what Jesus first preached. And this is a part of our collective. It was God personally present in Christ, reconciling, restoring the world to favor with himself. So he's reconciling the world to God with himself, not counting up and holding against men their trespasses, but canceling them and committing to us the message of, of reconciliation, of, the, of restoration to favor. So we enter into the favor of God, not by carrying anything you and I have done, but because of what Jesus Christ did to bring us in that torn veil into his presence. So we are therefore, we are Christ ambassadors. We're these agents of redemptions. God making his appeal as it were through who? Carrie and Glenn and all the listeners. He's making his appeal through us. We as Christ's personal representatives, we're wearing that badge as an agent of redemption. Beg you for his sake to lay hold of the divine favor not offered, uh, now offered you and be reconciled to God. For who, for our sake, he made Christ virtually to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in and through him we might become endowed, endued with, and viewed as being in examples of the righteousness of God, what we ought to be approved and acceptable in a right relationship with him by his God. So we have been made righteous because of this great exchange that, that, that's, that's happened through the exchange of sin for the righteousness of, of God. So again, just a little review of what we had last week. An agent is one who acts in the place of another. So we're agents by the authority from him and one entrusts with the business of another. And that's a deputy, a, a, a factor. And, and redeemed, so we're agents of, re, we're, we're repurchased, we're reconciled, restored, repaired, retrieved, reformed, renewed, and we're made back to the original. And so redeemed is, is in Colossians 1.20, and by the blood of his cross, everything in heaven so that open heaven and earth is brought back to himself back to its original intent and design restored to innocence again that's so 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 important so let's let's look at this 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 final part here as we go go through this and we understand these trees also and so so again so what is the lack of knowledge the lack of knowledge is to know what the has is. And, and so many times we've asked this question in past, in past teaching is what is the has? Is that he that has will have an abundance. He that doesn't have what he has will be taken away from. So what is that has? So then the disciples came to him, Jesus, and asked, why do you speak to the crowds in parables? And Jesus replied to him, to you, it has been granted 
granted to know. So this is only going to happen through the Holy Spirit to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God so we can enter into the heavenly now, the mysteries of the kingdom. But to them, it has not been granted for whoever has. So what is the has? It's defined here, spiritual wisdom, because they, he is receptive to God's word. So those of you who are listening here, you're being receptive to hearing God's word. So the wisdom of God. See, this is having the knowledge. My people perish for a lack of the spiritual wisdom because they're not receptive to God's word. You're listening. And is that receptive? It comes into your heart. It's not going to read. It will not return void. And to him, more, more wisdom will be given and he'll be richly and abundantly supplied. Wow. That's overflowing. But who, now here it is. But, but whoever does not have spiritual wisdom because he has done what? Devalued God's word. Even what he has will be taken away from him. This is the reason I speak to the crowds in parables because while having the power, now look at this, of seeing with eyes, they don't see with the spiritual eyes. And while having the power of hearing, they do not hear, nor do they understand and grasp what? The unseen spiritual things. So it's having the knowledge about who God is and the spirit. So here is the fruit of the spirit. And, and this tree is so important to us, but the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within, Carrie, you and I and people is divine love because God is love. And that's the fruit that produces off the tree of life that's living inside of us. And it ex its expressions is joy that overflows because we're never gonna die. We're not under condemnation. <laughs> We're, we're, we've been, uh, the curse has been paid for on the cross. Uh, we have a relationship with our daddy and we know he loves us. So we have this peace that subdues. subdues. We have a patience. There, we're outside of that time zone that man wants to put on us. And we have a kindness in action. We have a life full of virtue. We have a faith because we're trusting in the unseen God that has redeemed us through, through a God coming through human to redeem mankind back. And he had to leave to bring the Holy Spirit, which I'm going to talk about in a second. A faith that prevails, a gentleness of heart, because this is amazing. We can sense when around somebody that has a gentleness of spirit. They're not, you know, they're not always fighting. We, and if you want to know what's inside of somebody, listen to them talk. Because out of the overflow of the heart, their mouth speaks. And you can see a strength of spirit. Now here, this is, Carrie, something you were talking about before we started. Never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless, limitless. And you were talking before we came on about how we have limited ourselves 
but the divine destiny that God has is for us to be limitless and, and how that abundant life makes us a lim limitless. And so here's kind of where, where we're moving here and thinking is that the scriptures on these two sides here, we see the one tree that is totally barren. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And what we see over here, the characteristics of someone that's not filled with God's love. They're filled with, they got anger. So we, we see rude, they're envy, they're prideful, selfish, unforgiving, boastful, delights in evil. And then what we see those, seeing again, the picture here is showing Jesus coming to earth and he had to leave earth so that the Holy Spirit could come to live inside a man. So the Holy Spirit now produces inside of man this tremendous fruit tree that its roots are defined by love because love is patient. It is kind, it's truthful, it trusts, it protects, it hopes, and it perseveres. And we know we're connected to the vine. When we're connected to the vine, God's divine, we are branches. And, and out of that branch produces the fruit of the spirit, the divine love of, of love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So this is the knowledge, and this is the truth. And, and when they will know the truth, the truth sets us free. So the question is, where's truth? Where's the lie? Are we going to be destroyed because we're believing a lie and not knowing the true truth of who we are through Christ Jesus with the Holy Spirit living inside of us? You know, this all takes us right back to the very, uh, I guess, opening premise, right? We have uh, our choice because of what Christ has done for us is do we choose to be on that green line living, that eternal uh, in harmony with the way uh, God has structured us for kingdom living, or do we choose to drop ourselves back down to the red line and have just what you're talking about? all the fruit of that red line, right? <laughs> as opposed to all the wonderful things that accrue to you. And, you know, Glenn, as you were, as you were um, talking through that, one of the things that really continually uh, comes back into my remembrance is, you know, Jesus said, I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. If Jesus was going to talk just about the sweet by and by, that's, that's what he would have been playing with his words to that. He, he says there's many uh, things that speak to that in the Bible about what, what we may expect for eternal life in that side of it. But what we're really talking about is enjoying kingdom living right now, that abundant life. And it's so simple, Glenn. It's simply a matter of choice. Do you accept what Jesus has done? It's really that simple. It comes down to, uh, to choosing that green line. Yeah, and, and that's really right. And, and again, curious, we were talking uh, this last part, I've added a couple of things. That, remember the three greatest historical events. I love asking those questions. I like doing it almost daily with, with people. What are the three greatest historical events? And, and again, there's that green line, red line living, but we have to get this right, yeah. is, is that the first greatest historical event is the creation. Mm -hmm. And, and, and it's interesting, I, I, when I say this to people, all of a sudden I say, ka-ching. It's kind of like, okay, that thought's getting in there. They're getting it. Because so many times 
the Christians do say the greatest historical event is birth, death, and resurrection of Christ. And that is a tremendous event. But it didn't have to happen if we'd gotten creation right. (laughs) (laughs) Is it creation? Because uh, our forefathers, Adam, uh, rebelled. They, They rebelled. And so consequently, sin came in, death came in. And through their declaration of independence, rather than trusting and being obedient uh, to God, uh, they disobeyed. And through that, the fall came in and, and the kingdom of darkness so that Jesus' birth, death, and resurrection brought us redemption and restored us back. Now, it's important here, too, that as we're born again and receive Christ, and we are baptized in the Holy Spirit, receiving all that God has for us in the Holy Spirit. We ask for that, we seek it, and we desire that. What we see is the fruit of the Spirit, that fruit tree just growing and thriving. Whereas we see the other tree down here in the kingdom of darkness, filled with anger and root and bitterness and and just all, all, all those areas. But thanks be to God that he's redeemed us. Yeah, there, there can, there's no question about it. You know, it, when we think about, uh, when we think about the way that God has equipped for us to live and prescribed for us to live, and it's just like, why would you choose anything else? And I really want to encourage you, viewer, if you've been uh, uh, appropriating and understanding and taking for your own all of this that Glenn has talked about. There's so many good episodes of Kingdom Living that are available for you on demand. Go back and check them all out. They're all available at therepleminute.com. But specifically, Glenn, I'm thinking about some of those things that we've talked about, the uh, Believer's Bill of Rights, the declarations, uh, the benefits that accrue from Kingdom Living. It's just like it's all these things are available. All you have to do is accept and and move into that way of thinking. And that's why uh, you keep talking so so uh, importantly about putting that fraud extinguisher on the plans of the enemy and moving us in that. And I think as as people go back and appropriate these messages, they just go from, from kind of from step to step, from glory to glory, and they begin to understand that it's not about religion, it's about relationship, which is what God created us for in the start. So what a great message today. And Glenn, as, as we're ready to, to wrap up, I would just encourage that we, we pray for everybody within the sound of this message. Yeah, thank, thank you, Kerry. Father, we, we come to you uh, and we enter into your presence. And Father, we just, uh, we, 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 we trade, we trade your love for the feeling of, uh, from, from those areas of, of, uh, of, 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 hopelessness, uh, and Father, we receive all of your love. We receive your hope. We receive your forgiveness. We receive your Holy Spirit into our lives. We trade that for all those empty areas, that orphan spirit that we have. Uh, Father, we know that your blood was poured over each of those areas, and you have set us free. You've brought healing. You've brought healing to every part of our body, our minds, our souls. And Father, you brought healing through the blood of Jesus when he said it is finished. And Father, any sickness and disease that's in someone now that's in hearing distance of this, that's listening, Father, we bring healing. We speak healing 
your redeem your redemption and restoration to all those body parts, even new body parts you bring as we enter into your court and, and say, thank you, Lord, for healing. Father, we, we just thank you. We thank you for your word because it does not return void and it hides and it stays inside of us and comes out of us through that double-edged sword. Your word and our mouth speaks and it does not return void. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your message that we can speak and live today, that heaven is living inside of us through your Holy Spirit. We just praise your holy name, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. What a great place for us to come to on today's message, and again, I just want to thank you, Glenn, and, and, you know, viewer, if you're enjoying this is uh, making a difference for you, please share the message and do, as Glenn was talking about, maybe uh, get, grab a copy of the fraud book. You can uh, get directions. You can get it, you know, ebook. You can get it Spanish language. You can get it uh, hardback, softcover, whatever you prefer, but get it and use that to, to really take some time to grow in your relationship with the Lord through this kingdom living kind of thinking. And Glenn, uh, just on behalf of everybody who's joined us, thank you for sharing uh, such good such good instruction that helps us line up with everything that God has for us on this Kingdom Living uh, podcast. And we'll see you the next time. God bless you.